0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Meal, One Workout, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementop.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler and Don Sullivan.
1: Hey, everybody, Aaron Butler here, juiced up on a bunch of caffeine and ready to talk fast for at least 30 minutes, if not an hour. Mark Cockrell, how are you doing?
0: Hey, Aaron, I'm good. Very uh, soon after Christmas.
1: Don Sullivan.
2: Aaron Butler.
1: How are Are you? you? I suddenly became a robot when I began to speak to you and I don't know why. It must be caffeine.
2: I was going to follow up on that. You're a caffeine-fueled robot now. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that.
1: It's the way of the future. I I really think it's going to be big. So, uh, excited to be here on this post-Christmas, pre-New Year's episode. And uh, pretty excited about it. Very, very pumped about it. Mark. You look a little sleepy.
0: <laughs> I am. I put that in the notes there that I'm so tired. I mentioned. Uh, Three
1: O's. I mentioned. So, yeah, so, so
0: tired. Yeah. I mentioned okay. previously that I had just gotten my my CPAP machine. <laughs> and man, it's just not, it's not easy. Nobody tells you that. They tell you that you're going to have the sleep study, you're going to see CPAP, you're going to sleep better, and life's going to be grand. No, it, it actually pretty well sucks right at the front. I'm just going to be honest with you here. Uh, getting used to having this mask on your face, or in my case, I have things up my nose. Um, they're fine. It stays in there, and it's not an issue until I move. And you know who moves in bed? Uh, I mean, clearly, that's an unusual thing. Apparently, I don't. know. Um, but at any point, if I move, um, it all comes off, and then there's just as air rushes out, um, and wakes everybody in a three meter radius up. Um, I, my wife, uh, and and it's just. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm. I was going to ask me people you have sleeping three yeah. me. Well, or it right? depends. Some days it could
0: be my <laughs> wife and all three of my kids, Um but you know, it's one of those things. I went online, you know, at like a CPAP support forum. I thought, you know, maybe somebody there will have some advice, some little tips or something. And like post after post after post, all they said was it gets better after a couple of months. Really, a couple of months? I don't mean to whine, but uh, I'm whining. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mark let's let's get into your personal life a little bit then are you a back sleeper? are you a side sleeper?
0: Well I am I have some back injuries and so it's it's painful for me to sleep on my back. So I'm a stomach sleeper which apparently is the worst possible thing with a CPAP mask because you got the thing on your face. So I've yeah. tried variations in pillows and trying different things and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna have to figure out a way you know get a hammock or something. Uh, where I can sleep on my back. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I lay down on my back and, like, after an hour, I'm in a lot of pain because there's some nerve damage there and, and it's right. just not something that works out well for me. So, it's going to be an interesting challenge to make those two things work.
2: Uh, Towards water bed. Bring it back, man.
0: Well, I have one of those air beds, which is, is really good, but it's still not good enough.
1: Well, you know, I used to have, I had a little gastric reflux problem for a while. The only thing that worked for me was sleeping in my recliner if I had any kind of reflux episode so not that i'm telling you to you know get out of your bed and go sleep in the living room and be away from your wife and all that kind of stuff but it might be an opportunity it might be something that could get you through that first month um well i I don't i don't
0: think it has anything to do with the mask actually it's it's sleeping with it i mean the the air doesn't bother me and the the pressure on the nose doesn't really bother me it's just that every time i move significantly it comes off so getting out of bed will fix that but it won't make it any better once i go back to bed
1: well, uh, unless you're sleeping more soundly. Most people most people don't toss and turn quite as much as people like me and you and Don. Well, up for Don? Don doesn't move at all. He collapses, goes to sleep, and doesn't wake until somebody forcefully wakes him 16 to 24 hours later. Right, Don?
2: <laughs> I usually mutter things like Super Bomberman until someone actually puts my feet on the floor. There has to be direct contact before Super Nintendo video game references are ceased and I actually regain consciousness.
1: But um, well, for well, me, Pennsylvania Metroid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping in the recliner also prevented me from rolling over and stuff. Right, you know, what I mean? it kind of gave me a little frame. Anyway. Right,
0: so I get your point. What you're saying is, that I start there, I won't be as tired, and then maybe I'll be able to sleep. Maybe. Yeah. I was kind of thinking maybe be the other way around. Maybe I just stay up for like 72 hours straight, and then I'll be so tired that nothing will wake me up. There you I'll go. That's down. a good
1: plan.
2: So uh, it sounds like the uh, theme here is to break the cycle, Mark. Just stop the madness, and then you'll be okay. So, any of the so above plans, go for it. All of a, them, maybe even.
1: What did what, you, do? I have to do the robot again, Don. I'll no, do the robot no, if no, I don't, I'm just don't do the robot. Uh, um, so, are there Mark, some, some funny stop. phrases being bandied around your house lately, Mark? Some some <laughs> hilarious quotes, possibly. Yeah,
0: uh, you're getting good at those segues, Aaron. Um, for Christmas. One
1: of the. They're seamless uh, until you mention them.
0: <laughs> right? One of the toys that I got, uh, uh, in my stocking is, is uh, a couple of Angry Birds, uh, sandbag things, just little tossing toys. Cause I, I like playing Angry Birds and, and uh, I guess Santa thought it would be a joke. Um, and so the other day, or actually today, my, my kids and I were playing Monkey in the Middle or Keep Away as I grew up calling it. But for some reason, my kids call it Monkey in the Middle. I don't know. What, what do you call it, Aaron?
1: That's always keep away to me.
0: Yeah.
2: Don?
1: Uh, it depends on whether or not you're
2: throwing it at the person in the middle or away from the person in the middle.
0: Oh, okay. So that's a different thing either way? I didn't know. But anyway, dodge, yeah. if you're, throwing if you're, it, you're at tormenting
2: the- someone, you put them in the middle and you throw things at them, and yeah. that's an entirely different That's game. called dodgeball. Yeah, If you right. can
1: dodge a wrench, you can dodge <laughs> a ball.
0: <laughs> so anyway, we were pointing that, and, and the opportunity for funny sayings was just, too good particularly with my kids who don't understand so i kept saying things like all right flip me the bird now and they they tossed me the bird uh and um and then at one point my daughter and my two daughters my Mm -hmm. oldest one and my middle one were fighting over uh one of the little birds and the oldest one was tickling the middle one and she said i'm gonna keep tickling you until you give me the bird so it was just (laughs) it was too funny not to to uh record
1: that's hilarious I thought when you first, I thought she might have been wanting some turkey. I didn't know about <laughs> the, the plush uh, things when you said that. So, <clears throat> um, today, I for the one two, third time rebuilt my son's Millennium Falcon. <laughs> so uh, it's a Legos Millennium Falcon. If you've seen them before, it's I don't remember how many pieces it is eighteen hundred pieces, something like that. Um, suitable for children pieces. of course well it's it's um it's design my son's five and a half it's designed for kids nine and up <laughs> so I, don't, you know a i don't know what i was thinking when i bought it for him actually i know what i was thinking he loves star wars and he loves legos this is for the perfect match for the two and even if he does bust it all into a million pieces <clears throat> uh it will uh still serve to be lots and lots of parts for him and so I figured it's a win-win situation. However, once I built it the first time, because he couldn't do it, uh, obviously on his own, it was just too long of a task for him. It took me about two and a half, two hours, two and a half hours to build it. He really wanted to play with it as a toy. <laughs> and so uh, the problem is, though, is, is it, while it's fairly sturdy, it's also somewhat delicate at the same time. It's sturdy yet delicate. There's parts of it you can hold and like just hold it, grasp it, move it and shake it, and it'll hold up no problem. There's other parts though if you just squeeze it it'll just pop that piece loose. And so he popped off the front to put a figure in the front. Couldn't get it back on. I was helping him put the front back on. He was holding it. Got distracted by the television and dropped it on the floor, hardwood. So you can imagine what it did. You know, it was a uh, it was uh, I would say 30% destroyed. So I built that back. Then the next day same thing. Then today I got home from work and said, "Son, how did it go? Did it did you make it the whole day?" And he's like, no, I lost, I lost part of it. So he had snapped off two little pieces. But long story short, um, the moral of the story is age appropriate toys have a reason that they have an age appropriateness. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> and so it will end up being within a few, probably another day or two, uh, just a pile of pieces for him, which is fine because he builds all kinds of stuff himself, his own design, comes up with all kinds of interesting things. Uh, so he, um, He'll end up having a bunch of pieces, and that's fine. And when he gets older, he can try to build it himself if he wants to. So I had managed to
0: largely avoid the Lego thing because I don't have any boys, and that generally tends to be the, the purview of, of little boys. But my youngest daughter ha- actually has been into Legos and asked for two different sets. So for the first time after nine years of parenthood, I had the joy of stepping on a Lego block in the dark the other day. And, uh, <laughs> a, although I have stepped on many little Barbie tiara- tiaras, and those hurt worse, I can tell you.
1: Well, Nathaniel has several, several different small sets. We've only bought maybe one kind of medium sized one. And then Cheryl found this one on sale with a coupon type thing, um, after either right before or right after Black Friday and picked it up for him. So, I mean, it is not cheap, but, uh, it's, it's very cool. He will probably never have the $400 Death Star. I can just say that right now <laughs> unless he starts mowing yards and saves up his own money. Yes. Uh, Alternative
2: moral months. to Aaron's story, there was not a five-and-a-half-year-old on the Millennium Falcon when it did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yes. It and just doesn't it, work. But a five-year-old no. can do much more damage than the Kessel Run has ever done. To, yes, sure. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> But it's really cool. I mean, it it actually, I don't know if you've ever actually seen one, but it opens up, and then inside of it, it has the little chess table, and it has seats, and it has beds, and it has a toolbox. I mean, its it actually is a functioning thing you can play with and, and, you know, act out scenarios and what have you. So maybe you should
0: glue it together this next time you assemble it.
1: I thought about that, actually. It comes with Darth Vader and Obi-Wan and Luke and Leia and Han and Chewbacca. So it's it's a pretty cool set, really. So, Aaron, did Han shoot
0: first, or did Greedo shoot first?
1: Depends on which version you watch. <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs> Originally Han showed up first whenever he when Lucas went back and remixed it for the kids. Like, Rito shoots first. So to start off the show this week, we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. And about four or five years ago, I stumbled across this video, it was featured on the front page of YouTube, and found about these two guys named Rhett and Link. And they are internet guys. They they recently had their own show on IFC, I think, called Rhett and Link Commercial Kings. You might still be able to catch some reruns of that, so I'm giving them some some publicity here. And thanks for using their video. They do all kinds of funny videos. They've been doing it for years. They've been best friends since junior high. They've actually done a short movie that's run some won some awards. So just go Google Rhett and Link. That's R H E T T and Link L I N K, and uh, check out a bunch of their stuff. A lot of really good funny stuff. And this is their resolution song. <laughs>
3: Working out, losing weight, maybe using tanning spray Becoming more attractive in general Reading more, watching less, learning all the rules for chess Becoming somewhat smarter in general Eating fish, not fingernails, volunteer to save the whales Becoming a better guy in general Saving more, spending less, yes, I will wax my chest Dating more girls in general But not this year no this year is different as different as a gazelle yes a gazelle from a deer after all these failed resolutions my future is clear the future is me Just forget those resolutions you know that you are never going to do. And adopt a more realistical view by committing to things that come easily to you. Like eat at least one value meal a week or put the correct shoes on the correct feet. to walk effortlessly underneath. Just face the fact you've always thought those resolutions don't mean squat and settle into a more comfortable spot embrace all the things you know you are not Hit the snooze roll over, then repeat. Make large purchases, then lose the receipt Just raise the bar to walk effortlessly underneath.
1: all about setting resolutions that you can actually do (laughs) you know eat at least one value meal a week um put your shoes on the right feet etc so forth and so on uh so
0: i have made resolutions like that like i resolve to stop smoking crack you know uh there's
1: there's there's all kinds of lists online about funny resolutions and things you can do resolutions you can make that you can keep and those kind of things uh i want to talk seriously about resolutions but <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. I meant to eat that before I coughed like that into the microphone. Let me try that again. That was better. So, um, top ten commonly broken New Year's resolutions. I, I did a little research while I was getting ready to talk about this topic, and I thought it was very interesting uh, that on the top ten list, which this is, I thought this was really strange. On the top ten list, there was uh, eat healthier and diet was one lose weight and get fit was a separate one
0: <laughs> because they're unrelated in any way. Apparently,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. Eat healthier Along and with diet. the and in both of them, you really have four resolutions in there that they <laughs> just kind of segue together. Brilliant. So,
1: eat healthier and diet is totally separate. And apparently a large portion of the population's mind from lose weight and get fit. So but, I don't know. Uh, I think maybe that's part of the problem is that people are separating those two. The other things on the list are, you know, um, the 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 standard ones uh, spend more time with family, get out of debt, quit smoking, all those kind of things. Drink less—that's one of them. <laughs> Make the castle run in twelve parsecs. Yep.
0: Watch Star Wars one more time.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. One of my one that's... of my coworkers is an is an Uber geek. I don't mind saying that. And he texted me yesterday and said, "I'm sitting on the couch in my Jedi bathrobe with my lightsaber, watching my Blu-ray Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> He was doing good until he said Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, eat healthier and diet, lose weight and get fit. You know, every not everybody. Lots of people make resolutions every day every year. Most people do not succeed at what their resolution is. And in my experience, most of the ones I hear are kind of unrealistic. Uh, you know, some kind of crazy thing. But more specifically, it seems like to me, people say they have this blanket resolution, and it's this big overarching thing that covers, I don't know, you know, whole sections of their life, but they don't have a plan or they, they don't break it down in any way that they can specifically a- approach it. So um, I want to encourage people this year, don't make New Year's resolutions. Now, Don, Mark, I don't know if you guys, if you want to, uh, if you want to, want to back me up on this or not, but I'm saying don't make a New Year's resolution because by definition, the types of things people make for New Year's resolutions are not really usually beneficial and most people don't really keep them. So I'm going to say instead set some, some, some goals for 2012. I think that makes it in your brain, gets about getting your head right. I think this makes it more attainable, more specific and more approachable and so you know non-specific goals like lose weight what does that mean get healthy what does that mean Uh, especially when related to the health and fitness not quit smoking that's pretty specific (laughs)
0: right you only quit smoking once my brother will say he's quit smoking several times and i remind him no you only quit smoking once
1: right (laughs) yeah help people you know spend more time with my family those things are all real general so i'm gonna uh, challenge you out there that are listening to boost set specific goals for the year 2012 and try to hit those goals. So pick something. Go ahead, uh, Mark.
0: One one of the things I wanted to say there is that one of the reasons people fail in resolutions is they treat them as absolute and concrete. And uh, other than the one meal, one workout plan, that's the way diets are often treated. It's a concrete and absolute. I will never, ever, ever, ever again eat one ounce of fat in my entire life. Never. I will never again even walk into a room where somebody has a pack of cigarettes sealed in on the on the packet, on the shelf. You know, we get so absolute with them. And by January second, oops, it's gone. All right, I've got 364 more days to worry about it. Uh, yeah. I don't have to do it anymore.
1: And that's the thing with the resolution too. Most people, if they fail on it, they fail on it because it's a it's all or nothing, just like you're saying, concrete absolute. And as soon as you break that, whatever it is, well, that's I mean that's the antithesis of the one meal one workout idea is setting this unrealistic bar and then failing on it like you know we do like rent link we're saying you know set the bar so low you can walk effortlessly underneath right. <laughs> you know make your goals attainable and realistic so I thought a way to kind of just continue the conversation is uh is just talk about ours, so I've got actually five quote unquote resolutions this is a nice house resolutions <laughs> I'll never forget about Eric quotes for that um <clears throat> For those that may have not listened to the podcast, I've ever been on because I don't remember which one I even what show I mentioned it on. We had some friends come over to for dinner, and their five-year-old or six-year-old had just learned about air quotes, but he didn't know how to use them. And so he told my wife that was a really good dinner, and did air quotes around it. And then he's like, "Those guys have a nice house." <laughs> so every time I hear air quotes, I think about that. Enough of that. All right. So wasn't that a character
0: I, on Johnny Dangerously that didn't know how to use air quotes? I think. Oh, I don't know. Do
1: Possibly, I've never seen Johnny Dangerously.
0: Oh, wow! Well, you got to go see Johnny Dangerously.
1: Okay, I'll do that. Everybody pause, I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. I just went and watched Johnny Dangerously. It was really good. All right, so um here we go. <clears throat> here are my goals. Do one chin up. An actual real chin up. That was actually a goal for twenty eleven that I did not meet. Uh I was making some progress toward it and then got hurt, gained a few pounds back. Quit exercising, kind of, you know, my, my, my actually my leg injuries apparently broke my arm, so I couldn't do push-ups or chin-ups either. You know, it's just more of a demotivation type thing. So I kind of lost some of that, and I've started back on it, you know, working on my, my day-to-day. Um, lose my last 25 pounds, kind of get down to my original final goal weight. I got close, gained about 10 back, lost a couple back again, gained kind of waffled. So pretty much since June, i plateaued which I've been happy about that. I'm happy that I plateaued and I've maintained this weight fairly easily with really uh, less exercise than I was doing before to get to it because of the fact that I've been injured. So so now my goal is to ramp my exercise back up a little bit, lose that last 25 pounds, get down to about, for me, what what I'm considering my kind of quote-unquote goal weight again is uh, 220. That's what I'm shooting for. So um, I need to lose my last last 20, 25 pounds. And then... um, Be able to do 25 good push-ups. I don't know that I've ever been able to do 25 good push-ups in my entire life. Uh, One time before I was lifting weights, but I didn't lose much weight, so I was still pretty heavy. I could do about 8 or 10. uh, Before I, again, got hurt and quit doing any kind of stuff, uh, I I got up to about 5 or 6. I want to be able to do 25 good hand-shoulder width. come down, touch my chest to the ground, come back up, push-ups.
0: Those sound like good goals.
1: Thank you. I'm almost done. That's three of my five. Number four, uh, moving away from the health and fit or the fitness part of it, finish paying off all of my debt, my unsecured debt, which is everything but my car. We'll be out of debt except for my car. And um, we are on task to have that done by the end of June, early July. So I'm super excited about that. Those of you that know me, simple rule, if you're about to make a financial decision, call me and say, Aaron, have you ever fill in the blank? If I've done it, don't do it.
0: And if he's not uh, if he's not uh, answering, call me because I can do the same thing.
1: I've I've done about every blunder you can do. Um, yeah, let's just stop from that. That's a whole different podcast. So, uh, and then my last one, and this is a kind of a hard and fast. This is my most concrete, absolute one. I'm going to wean myself off of diet drinks. Uh, I've pretty much only drank diet drinks for the last 18 months. Used to be a big Dr Pepper drinker drink Coke, lots of sweet tea, uh, and I went cold turkey on all sweet drinks. You know, don't drink your calories. Sean, if you're out there, whoo-whoo, there's a shout-out to Sean. Don't drink your calories. That's his favorite reminder to himself. And so I have not. I've had one or maybe two small glasses of sweet tea in the last 18 months. I've had a sip of my wife's Coke to take an Advil, you know, that kind of thing. I've had a glass of juice maybe three or four times, a glass of milk a few times. But I pretty much have not had any. And so people have said, Aaron, but haven't you read all the studies on the internet about how bad diet soda is for you? You know, the artificial sweeteners make you more hungry and it'll make, turn your brain to mush and make your, your kids be born naked and, uh, <laughs> you know, and it'll and the carbonated drink, carbonation is horrible for your kidney. And, and so what I, this is what I told everybody. You've probably heard me say this before. People argue all the time whether artificial sweeteners is bad for you or not. People argue all the time whether or not carbonated water is bad for you or not. Everybody knows being 150 pounds overweight is bad for you. If that's what I need to do right now to get the weight off and get healthier, that's what I'm going to do, and that's what I did. So for 18 months, I've been drinking lots of diet drinks. But I, as you may know, have a more obsessive-compulsive personality. I'm all or nothing, which is one of the reasons I've been overweight all my life because I've been all in on food. And, you know, it's not like stopping smoking or stopping drinking that I can't just stop eating. There's no way I can do that. I have to do it in moderation and finally, coming up with—we talked about it before—the no seconds rule is how what gave me a kind of a kind of a line I could draw in the sand to try not to go over uh, and keep my meals manageable. So for me, I'm going to lay off the diet drinks uh, because I will drink—I'll drink them as long as they're there. If I have a 12-pack at work, I'll drink four or five in a day, easy. If I'm not pay, if I'm not trying not to drink them, and so a this will help me finish paying off my debt. <laughs> If so I'm not buying, you know, a 12-pack of diet drinks every three days and, a you know, a 20-ounce every time I go to the gas station and a $2.39 drink every time I go to a restaurant, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and there probably is some benefit to hitting that water more and the diet drinks less. What do you guys think about that?
0: Uh, you know, I think uh, anything can be bad to excess. and the, And the level of consuming diet drinks that you're talking about is excessive. Um. Uh, so yeah, I'd say that's fine. Uh, kick it. But the the nice thing about it is you didn't say starting tomorrow I will never touch another diet drink again. You right. said sometime within the course of 2012 I will eliminate them from my diet.
1: Well, my my goal is what I'm going to do is uh I'm the first thing I'm going to do is not buy any more to put at the office. There you go. So I don't have cans of them sitting around, and I'll pretty much just not allow myself to go spend that dollar fifty in the drink machine to get one. I'll drink water. I'll continue to i probably get them with my meals um, at restaurants, things like that. And once I've kind of acclimatized to that, then I'll back off to, okay, I'm only going to drink them at lunch. I'm not going to do them in the evenings or maybe I'll go to the weekends and just kind of step myself down, step, step, step. Again, like you're talking about, Mark, not doing a one day I'm this way, the next day I'm not, you know, hard switch, but taking hard concrete steps. So I have definite lines I can draw in the sand to help me, the way my brain works, switch the gears. It's like changing gears on a bicycle. You know, If you ever rid a 10-speed and you try to go from one to nine, it doesn't work. The chain flies off. <laughs> right. And you have to stop, put the chain back on, and start over. So I'm, I'm going to go gear one, gear two, gear three, gear four like that and kind of step myself up. That's it. New podcast is going to be called The Bicycle Principle. <laughs> and uh, I think we can make millions with it. Not really. So that's my five. I'm going to do a chin-up before the end of the year. I'm going to lose another 25 pounds or so, 20, 25, maybe 30. We'll see how it comes out. I'm going to shoot to be able to do 25 good push-ups. I'm going to finish off all my debt, and I'm going to lay off the diet drinks. That's my five goals for 2012. Not resolutions, goals. I resolve to only have goals. That's my only resolution.
0: Mark. I just wanted to say that uh, before we get into my single goal that I've set, just one, uh, the whole getting out of debt thing, uh, best thing I ever did personally. We had a three-year plan. Uh, no excuse me a five year plan we were three years into it when some inheritance allowed us to lop off the last two years and awesome. it's it's amazing how much money you make people don't know how much money they make <laughs> because literally the day I got my job I increased my spending because right. I had a new job yeah and so I never knew how much money I made until I get uh, deleted my
1: debt so well, I'm I'm not embarrassed to admit it because I want other people to learn from my mistakes, like I was saying before. I was not joking about that. Call me for financial advice and I can tell you what's stupid to do. I can't tell you all the smart things to do, but I can tell you what is stupid. Uh, uh just my I was gonna say I'm not embarrassed to admit my um current monthly debt payment to my unsecured debt. I'm I'm using CCCCCS, CCCC, you know, whatever consumer credit counseling service, where they do the debt management, just because it's easier to discipline myself that way. My payment to them is $70 more than my rent. Yeah. <laughs> I could rent another house for what I'm paying on my debt each month. Yeah, so. we,
0: we were paying off almost three times as much of our, as our mortgage payment. It was, yeah, it was, it was uh, uh, a big deal. And, and as a result of that, my wife at the beginning of August lost her job and we've been able to cash flow that. Now we're eating into our savings, but uh, three years ago, had she lost her job, we would have crumbled immediately. So right. it's worth doing. But my goal, Now I'll just say, uh, this may sound simple, but to me it's a very big deal. Sometime in the year twenty twelve, I plan to buy smaller pants. Now I have never (laughs) I have never in my life bought smaller pants. I've never done it. I've bought the same size pants or larger pants every time I've bought pants for my entire life. So sometime this year I want to buy smaller pants. I'm not ready for that yet. I'm close to that, but not ready yet.
1: I'm assuming you mean that you will buy smaller pants and that they'll fit you because you could go buy smaller pants tomorrow. I
0: will buy smaller pants because I need smaller pants.
1: <laughs> there you go. That's a good, good little caveat. Pretty quo, quo there. Yeah, exactly. That'll, that'll be awesome. And so that that ties in a whole bunch of, you know, that's that you're probably going to have to do both of the resolutions, people. Yeah, I might have to <laughs> eat, eat healthier right and diet and, Just wait and get fit. <laughs> that's great. That's a, and that's a attainable goal. And that, the nice thing about that is, you could actually meet that resolution, quote unquote, goal resolution, five times this year. That's
0: right. I could do it several times throughout the year. Exactly. That'll
1: be great. Now, do you have a plan? Um, my plan is to do what I've been doing for the last year. Okay. As you said the other day, you would you kind of plateaued and you were you weren't making as much progress as you wanted, and you were going to go back and reevaluate. I don't know if you would reevaluated yet and have any plans to change.
0: Well, it's just more of the same, right? You know, I, I cut down calories and I increase exercise. I reach the point now where that's that's all I'm going to get. So I've got to cut more calories and increase right. exercise more.
1: So you've hit the traditional I proverbial plateau, plateau because right. your outgoing your income are the same. So cool. All right, Don R. Sullivan. I sang your name mm-hmm. that time instead of robot. So I did robot once. I did singing. I'm, I'll come up with something later. I'll do the Italian accent the next time.
2: You're all over the place, Aaron. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Uh, mine that I just kind of threw down here I'm I'm terrible with resolutions my resolution I think I told you guys last time um, not on the air was for the past five years or so has been to not make a New Year's resolution and I still can't decide if I succeed or fail every year because I keep saying I'm going to not make a resolution which I don't know if that nullifies itself or what but anyway uh, my one resolution goal whatever is to run at least once a week For 2012, Uh, I know that if I'm actually physically active, that I'm a actively doing something for my health and b if I've gone and run today, then I really don't want to ruin it by eating, you know, uh, two handfuls of Reese's cups that are in the the candy dish out there from Christmas or, you know, eat a bowl of cereal before I go to bed or anything like that. It it just kind of sets in my mind that I'm actually doing something, that I am getting somewhere with this, and it helps with the rest of it. And, of course, you know, studies show that diet and exercise go hand in hand. It's a lot easier to curb all the cravings and and not feel like you're starving if you're actually burning calories and such.
1: You know, it's it's funny. I read a really idiotic article um, <laughs> while I was reading Was it about for how
2: this? great BMI is?
1: <laughs> no, no. That's a whole different idiotic article. It was actually um, – on the same from the time from Time magazine uh, it's called why exercise won't make you thin if you go follow the show notes and and go read the lose weight the the top 10 um 10 uh resolutions that people break the most there's a whole article in there about why exercise won't make you won't make you thin and uh i think it's just a bunch of crock i mean i think it's just ridiculous like it, it's it's just crazy i mean the guy, the the guy's basic premise is is that when you exercise, you burn calories, and that makes you hungry because you want to eat, so you'll want to eat more. And I've that, heard that
0: argument before. People say there there there's the whole idiom working up an appetite. So the more you work, yeah. the the more hungry you are.
1: And I understand that uh, as a as an idea, but the truth is, and then he then he talks about that your di- your discipline, your mental discipline, is like a muscle, and the more you use it, the weaker it gets until it finally gives out and fails. So his whole thing is like. Well, you know, you can force yourself to not to eat better, but eventually you're just going to get tired of doing it and you're going to mess up and eat bad again. And, and if you just, if you go work out, it's just going to make you hungry. And I don't know about you. Like Don was just saying, I I'm just the opposite. When I work out, I like, I, I realize okay, I just put in an hour of my time, and burn 300 calories. If I eat this cupcake, I just wasted that hour. You know, I've just washed that hour out. I don't feel like I've earned the right to go gorge myself like the one person in his article he was talking about used to stop at Dunkin Donuts or something on the way home from the gym because they felt like they've earned it. I don't think that way at all. Maybe I'm abnormal, but um, that's not – I do better when I'm exercising as far as my eating habits.
0: You know what I I think would be awesome? I just thought of this. I may have mentioned it before, but I want want to find somebody to write a a smartphone app for me because I'm not smart enough to do it that instead of just the calorie intake of stuff – the exercise equivalent so i can actually look it up and say cupcake 20 sit-ups and that might be an interesting way to look at things just have that in the app there you know you know cupcake 300 calories equals one hour yeah. on the treadmill
2: well I, you know, running is sort of- actually sorry Aaron, running oh, is actually right, a really easy one for that uh every mile that you run for an average person is around 100 calories per mile so if that cupcake is 800 calories you have to run eight miles which I don't know if you've ever run a lot before, Mark, but let's just say my average time for about three miles is uh, forty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, so like ten M and Ms is a mile.
1: Yay! There you go. Yeah, and that's why uh, I mentioned before that exercise and and food control and smart eating go hand in hand. I didn't say diet, obviously, because diet's something you get on and get off of, but having a healthy eating patterns and exercise go hand in hand because. Just exercise alone, you really have to put in hours and hours and hours of exercise to compensate for bad eating habits for most people. But you can get some big benefits by just making some smarter choices on your eating. Uh, yeah, Mark, it's funny. I, when I started working at Pizza Hut a few years ago to pay off my taxes before I paid off the rest of this debt, I was making minimum wage at Pizza Hut. And boy, when you start working, you know, you're making a, you, a, you know, a well-paid IT job um you know senior analyst type position and then you also pick your your pick up your part time job and your part time job you make a minimum wage i started thinking of things about an hour of my time at pizza hut it's like go to mcdonald's get a value meal that's 589 and i'm making 585 minimum wage <laughs> i just burned an hour of my time at pizza hut to eat that mcdonald's burger and fries not to mention though you know 127 calories of uh, grams of fat or whatever i wasn't even worried about that back then um yeah you start thinking about things quantifying it that way it makes a difference on how you uh how you do things. Going to a movie. Three hours of my time. You know, it me three hours of time to work to go watch a two-hour movie. <laughs> Five-hour life investment to, to go watch a movie. All right. So, <clears throat> Don, you're, you only you only have one goal. We're not going to call them resolutions, and that's to run at least a week. Mark's got one goal slash resolution. That's buy smaller pants. Because I need them. That would be – uh, what's the word in Spanish, Mark, for buy? It's not ven, vende. That's spend. Comprar, uh, comprar pantalones más menos. <laughs> mas poco uh and i'm gonna do i have i've got five I'm, I'm throwing i'm throwing down the five finger what what um do a chin up lose 25 pounds 25 push-ups finish all my debt stop drinking the diet soda that's it i encourage you to write yours down that's something we want to talk about now so we've all got our resolutions slash goals created now um we got them nailed down here they're in the show notes so they're permanent and they cannot be altered in any way um, and are set in stone forever, electronic stone. So, how do you meet these goals? How do you do them? First of all, letter A underneath point five of our outline: have a plan. So that's what I was, you know, kind of grilling Mark on a minute ago. Have a plan. You got to have a. You got to know how you're going to do it. That's the problem. So many times people say, "I'm going to lose weight this year." Well, what's your plan? I'm going to join a gym. That's the entirety of their plan. Right. I'm going to spend thirty five dollars a month. That's what I'm going to. That's how I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to spend thirty-five dollars a month. I'm not actually going to go to the gym. I'm just going to join a gym. The average
0: Ruski son don't take it. Wait, never mind.
1: Don, do you have a do you have a specific plan on how to get yourself running at least once a week?
2: Uh, My plan is to. uh, Well, actually, I've taken your advice and decided instead of using half of my lunch every day to uh, clean the house, I'm going to use half of my lunch most days to go run. Awesome. So I have an hour That's lunch and be. 30 minutes of that is is the time that I'm going to use to eat and the other 30 minutes I always clean up around the house or doing errands or whatever. I'm going to just I'm just going to run.
0: And you have the luxury of doing that because you can stink when you come back to work and nobody will care.
1: It's true. Yeah. It is true. Um, My wife cares when so, she gets home, but eh she she'd rather have you healthy and fit, and fit. So what uh, what days are you plan on doing this, Don?
2: Uh right now I'm thinking Monday, Wednesday, Friday.
1: That's good because it's got you got to have a plan uh, down to the details. I really think that makes a big difference because a lot of people that I've talked to say I'm going to start running next week. Well, what days are you going to run on? Well, I'm going to run next week. I'm going to sh- I'm going to probably run Monday. Well, are you going to run Monday? Or are you probably going to mun- run Monday? <laughs> you know, that kind of whole thing is it's all in like use the John Campbell phrase again. You got to get your head right on it. So, all right. So have a plan. Uh, I would even encourage you to write it down, if, or like Don, for example, put it on the calendar, make a sticky note. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, put it on the top of your monitor. Don, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, running days, whatever. Uh, so that's it. B, quantify your goals. Have goals that are actually quantifiable. So like me, I didn't say be able to do more push-ups, or you know, uh, lose some more weight. I actually, if it's something that you can quantify, quantify it. So, I'm setting myself a quantifiable goal of do 25 push-ups, lose 20. Otherwise,
2: you'll never know if you actually did it. How are you going to know if you met your goal if you don't know what your goal is?
1: You know the old cliche, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I don't know if that's appropriate to this conversation, but I felt like saying a cliche, so I found one to say. All right. So, yeah, quantify your goal. Now, Mark, I would even encourage you, um, say to yourself, self, at what point, how many inches in my waist am I going to lose before I go buy that first pair of pants? And set that goal out there. Well, um, my, don't, don't, my do, don't do like I did and wait until people are saying, Aaron, go buy pants because <laughs> <laughs> they look horrible. Yeah. You've got to be like,
2: if, if Aaron had said, I need to go buy a new belt and then had waited until it was two times around his body before he actually went and bought it, uh-huh. that's not what you're going for. What were you going to say, Mark?
0: Well, I was going to say that I actually could probably go buy smaller pants now. But that would be one size smaller. I don't want to go one size smaller. I want to buy pants that are at least two size smaller every time I do it.
1: There so. you go. That's a good. That's a good goal. And you can get away with that because most people, most pants, uh, uh, you know, in guys' sizes are usually, they'll usually go in like two inch increments. Right. 40s, 42s, 44, like that. And so, two sizes smaller is four inches. And I can tell you, from experience, you can get away with wearing pants four inches too big. I know that because I've done You just done it. up the belt. Yeah as recently as last week because i have this one pair of blue pants that i'm still holding on to because i haven't replaced them yet and i just fold them over in the back and i make like what i call my butt pleat and it's a fold pleat right on the where my crack on the back would be um over my seam and it looks great from the front looks great from the side from the back not so much so uh luckily i'm not a runway model so you don't have to see me walking away from you too often yeah so have a plan Quantify your goal. And anybody so looking gotta, at your backside is asking for it anyway, honestly. That's exactly right. That's your fault for looking at my rear. Um, uh, what were you thinking? Um so Don's going to quantify his goal by he's going to run at least once a week. So he knows that's his goal once a week. He's already got that quantified. Mark's gonna go for two sizes per per size down. I don't know if that's the the right phrase or not. Per purchase. Then, yeah, per purchase. C I have in my list. Work on them steadily. And what I mean by that is apply your one meal on workoutness uh don't be dissuaded from maybe a lack of instant results or a failure to do it like if don doesn't run the first week of january he shouldn't say oh well i'll do it next year uh if mark fails to to reach that first two sizes down in the first three months he shouldn't be like well you know oh well i, I was that was a good idea at the beginning because it really does it's it's one of those things like i've said before us a, a Stream a stream a string of better meals a stream of string of better workouts a string of more active days a string of whatever ends up getting those results over the course of time. I mean I don't know about you guys but does it feel like to you that it was like three days ago that I was looking and Christmas was two months away? Yeah. And then bam, Christmas is here and now it's New Year's practically already. And so. If you just keep doing that day-to-day and you build it into your routine and you work on it, and you work on it, and you work on it, and you hit it more times than you miss it, then you look back and it's been six months and you're six months closer to your goal of whatever that goal happens to be. So uh, I just realized that my letter D is much very similar to my letter B. Uh Can they related? I should have put done a better job of putting them in order. Set yourself I put B in- there,
2: so don't beat yourself up too bad. Here. You put D in? I put B in.
1: You put B. Okay, great. I, I don't feel beat up now. I should have. Read Don's notes ahead of time as he was typing them and moved B up to D. Because D is set yourself increments. Set yourself increments. See, that one seems so much like what I'm talking about, Don, that it seems like I thought that's what it was. And what I mean by that is, like, I'm going to lose 5 pounds, and then I'm going to lose 10 pounds, then I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm not going to worry about reaching the 25-pound mark. I'm going to make increments toward it. I'm going to do 5 good push-ups, then 10 good push-ups. Unfortunately, I'm only shooting for one put chin-up, (laughs) so… I'm gonna do zero chin-ups. I'm gonna do, do, do zero chin-ups. Up. then I'm gonna do zero. You can chin even up, then I'm gonna you do can do, do it chin with up.
2: chin-ups, Aaron. Come on, because you can do fifty. Um, what Assist- are the ones where you you get on on a hand and a knee and and kind of the rows? You can do fifty yeah. rows, and then you can do incline push-ups or inc- whatever. There's something well, else I'm in there. I'm sure. actually
1: I actually am shooting for. I'm shooting for ten good assisted chin-ups. That's what I'm shooting for. First it's kind of my first okay. goal. I put my foot up on the bathroom counter and I do my chin-ups with my foot on the bathroom counter, and then. uh and then I, then I'm going to go to, um, you know, I'm, that's two legs assist and go to one leg assist, that kind of thing. So I, I've got some ways I can do it. I, I, it's more of a thing anyway. So Mark, like you said, if you can reach your goal multiple times this year, so your increment is each time you do it, right. you're going to do it. And then the last thing I would encourage people you d- out there to do on these goals is track your progress. Um, you don't have to be super nerd spreadsheet crazy like I was talking about last week with my weight loss spreadsheet that calculates my, my body fat and percentage of loss, percentage body fat loss, goal weight, goal body fat percentage, loss of weight over time, uh, parabolas, signs, cosines, tangents, co-arcs, and uh, binary code to spit out my overall molecular structure. I'm, you don't have to do that. But maybe making notes of the of the dates you want to reach these goals and then the dates you do reach them, things like that, some kind of little tracker to help you. Because that, what that does is that lets you look back and say, okay, look at this. For Mark, for example, I hit that first pant, pantalones de creacion, Uh That was a French-Spanish thing. <sighs> wow. you really just got to give it up, man. <laughs> I know. I'm just crazy, I'm hyper. I admit it. Um, that first weight-loss pants-buying scenario in March, and then I hit my second one in August. So it took me three months, and it took me five months, and just to be able to look at that and kind of quantify it in your head. So, anywho.
2: And that really helps bring it home and make it realistic, both both tracking it and, and uh, what did we say, setting increments. Because if you, especially if you set yourself a really big goal, like somebody could say losing 25 pounds is a really big goal. But whenever you say, I'm going to lose five pounds, you know, I've, I've got five increments that I can set up. And I can lose five pounds in two and a half months or whatever that increment would be. That's not so big anymore. That's not 25. That's just five. I can do that. And if I know I've got this day to do it by, then I know how hard I have to work. And it makes life a lot easier.
1: You know, I've only partially joking said to people before, I didn't lose 150 pounds. I lost one pound 150 times. And there is something to be said about that mentally. Because when I started being able to, to fathom losing a you know 150 pounds was just way beyond... Being able to even comprehend it. And I remember when I lost fifty pounds, I thought, I've lost fifty pounds. When I lost hundred pounds, I thought, I've lost a hundred pounds. I lost one hundred and fifty pounds, I thought, I've lost hundred and fifty pounds. Every time it's the same you know, moment of disbelief when I kind of reach that next little segment. And so same way I when I got on the scale and said, I weigh, I weigh four hundred pounds, you know, it's the same, <laughs> same right. thing, just the opposite direction. So uh, yeah, so have a plan, quantify your goal, work on them steadily, set yourself increments, track your progress, set those goals and reach them. So Second ring, writing into the, the Eat Less, Exercise More tip this week is simple. If you want to be, if you want to knock out of the park those two resolutions that nobody makes, eat healthier and diet, lose weight and get fit, the number one thing I think you really need to do is set some goals. Set some goals. Know what you're trying to accomplish because instead of, make them realistic because like I said, if I would have said last year I'm going to lose 150 pounds, that would have been beyond the scope of what I wanted to do but if I... If I said I'm going to my fitness goals are I'm going to run this 5K at Thanksgiving, which is one, was one of my goals. I'm going to get down below 300 pounds. That was one of my goals. Set those kind of things, and I think you can, I mean, you can attain them and then maintain them. And any other type kind of obtaining that needs to be done, you can do it. Don, Mark, any final thoughts? <clears throat> I just, just something
0: that just occurred to me. I, I think I told you uh, a few months ago when I sat in my superintendent's chair in his office for the first time. Um, Mm -hmm. just a couple weeks ago, I sat in the waiting room chair at my chiropractor for the first time ever. So, you know, that's, that, that that's not necessarily quantifying goals or whatever, but that's definitely tracking progress. You know, my, my, where my butt fits is, is a tracking progress, you know, (laughs) Mark's Uh, butt
1: print is a, is a measure of success. It's decreasing. And so that's a good thing. Well, today I, I, uh, did something that a year ago I would not even attempted to do, uh, telling on myself a little bit work is kind of kind of have a lame duck week this week you know most of the staff's out uh a week from monday we hit the ground running pretty much for the next 18 months but this week is kind of slow being real honest and somebody brought a nerf dart gun that you squeeze and shoot a dart and i shot it at my friend joshua and it went over his it's you can't really aim with it It went past his head and over behind his cube well the problem is it's which is also a good thing. Our cubes are riding along some windows on a curved front of the building. And so he's got a wall that's probably four foot tall, and then the windows are on the other side of it. And there's no way to get to that space. <laughs> and not only did it fall behind the wall, it fell between the pillar that's right there and his wall. So it fell down in like a one-inch crack about four and a half feet down from the top of the thing. And Josh was tall, and his arms are long, and he couldn't even get near it. So... Why not? Aaron jumps up on the desk, stands up on the side of the cubicle, steps over on the side of the other cubicle, steps down to the windowsill and drops down behind the thing, grabs the dart and climbs back out like it's nobody's business. And I could not have even begun to have done that a year ago, probably even, even, even after losing 30 or 40 pounds because it was pretty, it was physical. I was stretch, stretching way up and down, pull, stepping up with one leg, lifting my entire body weight, balancing that kind of thing. And, uh, and I was just, I thought to myself, this is, this is one of the benefits. This is why I lost all this weight, so I can climb behind a desk and get a Nerf dart.
0: Yeah, that and two years reason. ago, you would not even have considered that. You Oh, well, oh, that no. dart's gone.
1: I would have just said, Joshua, can you please get that dart? <laughs> I would have asked him to do it. Absolutely. And this time, I was, I was like, this is exciting. I get to climb over stuff and jump behind stuff and find out if this would be a good place to hide. Uh, and it would have been really good. You could sit in the windowsill and look out the window, and nobody even know he's there. So. Now we know
2: where Aaron's going to go on his breaks.
1: Exactly. If somebody doesn't want to email me at double A R O N at one meal and workout.com or Google one meal and where else could they find things out about one meal, one workout?
0: Well, a wonderful thing about uh, going to one, meal, one is you get to talk to Aaron. But if you want to talk to other people, who are on this journey with you. The place to do that is elementopi.com, where the forums we have for the One Meal One Workout podcast. There are uh, dozens of other people there uh, on that uh, uh, forum who you can talk to, interact with. They can talk to you, and uh, you can interact with other people, and Aaron is there too. So it's uh, uh, it's a win-win. You get Aaron and Aaron Plus. Also, you can find out other podcasts. Uh, the uh, uh, We have five other shows there on the network, and hopefully we'll be adding more as time goes on. So uh, check us out at elementopi.com.
1: Awesome. Elementopi.com is a great website, and I recommend it. And in fact, if you're a mobile type person, you could even get your mobile app on because we have an Elementopi app. Yes, we do. It's available in the Android marketplace market and soon somewhere around 2014 to come to the iTunes store.
0: Just before the end of civilization, we should have that app ready to go in the
1: uh, uh, iTunes store. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. I think that's the show. I think I'm going to say, hey, guys, remember, before you make any crazy, wacky resolutions or goals or make any kind of diet changes or crazy exercise changes, I'd recommend, A, you download download the Element OP Productions web app, not web app, mobile app for your Android-powered phone, and consult your healthcare provider.